0: Hey, guys! Hello, hey. welcome to this live stream from across the world. That's us. Is. Tim <laughs> in Queensland, in Bundaberg, Queensland.
1: One of the yes. Apostolic, apostolic yep. gateways. Just about to experience some rain, so praise God for that. Awesome rain. Mm going to rain. Yep. And Daniel from the
0: reflective and quiet center of the world of Moravian (laughs) Falls, an extrovert's delight.
2: (laughs) Yes, we thrive here. (laughs) Ah, so how are you guys doing? Doing
0: really well, thank you. You? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, I'm doing doing pretty good. You're still in lockdown up there, Tim? Lockdown? Yeah. Do you have lockdown? Isn't it is it Queensland in lockdown?
1: Are they? know. <laughs> we're not.
0: <laughs> or, the, or, or down the south? Is it down the south?
1: Uh, I don't know. There was uh, rumours of a lockdown today, but I haven't heard anything. But, okay. uh, Queensland, it's been weeks since there's been any lockdown in our state, so... Okay, just no one can come in well, and out of Queensland, <laughs> pretty much. Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, you know, it's it's for me, it's really quite interesting. Some, you know, like i I was with my daughter Alison in Hobart on the weekend, and so we went off to um, Salamanca Market. You know, Tim, but you know, other people, it's a big street market, and uh, we had to wear a mask at the market, and it's like, oh, okay. And yet, yeah, outside and the distance between the people were quite significant. You know, there's a lot of stalls missing and all that sort of stuff. So it was like walking around. Um, So I brought a coffee so I didn't have to wear my mask very often. (laughs) (laughs) And then on the next morning, the Sunday morning, uh, we were getting ready to come back home and uh, we discovered a a market in the street. Like, you know, the whole street had been cut off and a lot of people there and nobody having to wear masks. So it's it's just like you know some of the uh some of the inconsistencies and I, I think that that can often be the case you know when man's trying to do things you get these different inconsistencies you know particularly under law you have those sorts of stuff um going on so uh, it's, it's it's an interesting thing uh, it's, it's interesting that you have got you know mask mandates when we haven't had a case for almost 2 years now so uh, we'll, we'll see. So last week we were um, we, we were talking about something that uh, you brought up, Daniel. I was just going to try and move on from that. It's like I, I don't want to say in that discussion very much. Uh, it's pretty easy for me to fall into it. But anyway, uh, so last week we were talking about uh, a tra- transition times. You know, and transition yeah. not from uh, one assignment to another assignment, but transitioning probably out of assignments into into a people or to a group of people or into, you know, relational uh, relational context. Um, and so I thought it'd be good if we, you know, if we pick up from where we left off last week and just see if we've got any more thoughts about that or what else come out of that, um, you know, because I think, I think um, like you can tell from a discussion that you have one week, which was what we had, um, the, the fact is that, that that discussion item can get stronger you know, and, and easily go back to it again when you're reminded about it. So I thought, well, that'd be a good idea just to remind people that last week we talked about transition. So any thoughts from you guys?
1: I think it's uh, on the journey that you um, you get some level of understanding about something and um, you can kind of think, oh, yeah, I understand that. Um, but then like God takes you deeper, you know, mm-hmm. and you go, oh, there's more to learn about this. There's more to understand. And, you know, I've had that over my life, you know, constantly with different things like intimacy with the Lord and stuff. And this whole family thing, this whole culture of family, um, you know, um, is something that um, from last week I actually had someone in the UK um, contact me from the word that I released. And, you know, it's like it's happening over there as well. Um, the same things that we're hearing uh, in Australia and in, you know, the US is happening in all these nations as well. And that is a great indicator to me that the spirit of God is on something
2: Mm. when
1: people in every Mm -hmm. nation are hearing the same thing. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Mm. So what are the sorts of things that, are challenging or likely to challenge people that when you're in transition. So when you're in transition, you're really about letting go of mindsets and things to be able to actually to embrace. So that when you're when you're moving when you're moving from one dimension of understanding about say assignments and then looking for the people and not just any people, but the people that you're meant to do life with. What, what, what are some of the sorts of things? What are some of the, the things that you have to let go? Is Daniel, you got some ideas there?
2: Boy, I don't know. That's like, it could be a long list for that, things we have to let go. Um, I think we have to let go. Uh, first off, I think you have to let go of the selfishness, which can, I mean, that can be over a lot of things. Singleness, um, uh, you know, um, seeking glory, uh, seeking a name for yourself. Um wanting recognition. I think you have to I mean really it's about um yeah it's (laughs) I'll think about that for a second actually. I mean there's a lot there. So is
0: is that a is that a is that a bit like letting go of your own agenda or letting go of the fact there's that in doing something you get some significance or having an assignment or a ministry or whatever that looks like, then you have significance as a as a, as a person and letting go of some of that and uh, and actually letting go of the functionality of relationships, you know, relationships simply because you're doing something and then finding a people that you're meant to to be in, not knowing what that assignment could be. You know, that's really what we're talking about, isn't it? Mm. yeah well you did some thought thinking on this tim after our last week's conversation any 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 sorts of things that come up
1: oh i mean there's a lot of stuff that i was just meditating on and and just praying into last week um Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but yeah i mean it really is that sense of um part of it to me is that you know do i do i really trust god because we can say that we trust God and yet we can still try and make something happen. You know, like, you know, like we take the matters into our own hands and we try and you guys are laughing at something. You try and take matters in your own hands, you know, and you see it, you see it today. Um, it's kind of funny cause we are live streaming, but you know, that's what we're doing. But yeah. so, so many yeah. people are like living out their, their, their ministry and they're trying to um, make a way for themselves and they use Facebook and they use you know social media to try and you know make something happen but you know the reality is do i trust god you know am i convinced that when david said the lord will fulfill his purpose for me am i convinced that 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 god is so good that i know that he will fulfill his purpose for me and if my purpose is to go to nations or my purpose is to you know whatever it may be am i convinced and if i am convinced i can i can trust god and I can rest in that. And all of a sudden I'm not so event focused. I'm not so ministry focused. Mm-hmm. I'm more relationally focused, um, both yep. both with God yep. and with other people. And yes. out of that, you know, I'm, that that's like I think that um, the principle we see in Scripture um, where all these different people from different tribes defected, it actually uses the word defected to David. You know, mm-hmm. so there was people from Gad, people from Benjamin, like there's all these different tribes defected to David. They were like misfits, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. in a sense, you know, but they were looking for mm-hmm. something, and they found it mm-hmm. under David's leadership. And he made yeah. them into an army, and they all had different skills. You know, one was left-handed, one was right-handed, one shot with bows, other one had spear. Like there was all these different skill sets, but he made them in made them into an army together. And I really believe mm-hmm. that that is what is happening. That God is raising up leaders who lead with a heart like David, which is a heart after the Lord. And there are yep. He's gathering people to them um, that mm-hmm. together that we're going to see collectively groups of people um, shift things.
0: Mm. Yeah. So, so we were laughing, um, Tim, not not at you, but by what you said, which was so profound. Um, because they're the conversations that daniel and i've been having and particularly daniel's been you know been, daniel's been talking about you know trust and faith trust, you know trust and faith you, you want to say something about that daniel because you, you you're right on them you know Tim's right on the money there
2: yeah well i mean it's for me it, so it started with you know the lord uh you know father wrote this simple i guess called a phrase or what everybody said uh trust and faith doesn't come without sacrifice sacrifice. And, and he led me through, he said, you know, faith is, faith is believing God's there. Um, Trust is uh, falling backwards and believing he'll catch you, you know, and there's, so it's acting on that faith, right? So it's like faith is, okay, God, I hear you behind me. I know you're there, but then he says, okay, well, you know, will you trust me and will you fall backwards and let me catch you and show you that I'm here, not just, you know, have faith that I'm here. And so, you know, that's actually been something, I mean, just this last week, I kind of had a little bit of a breakdown as I was just processing this out with the Father, and you know, um, because that's where we get ourselves into, you know, I I uprooted and and I'm moving, looking for my people, like we talk about, you know, Abraham's just been somebody I keep going back to because it keeps giving me, uh, I don't know, it gives me hope reading Abraham, you know, because I was thinking even today, he got up, he God said, get up out of your land and go, but he didn't tell him where he was going. So he was in, essentially, he was wandering. I mean, Abraham literally gets up and it's just like, I, I kind of think it's like he gets up in the morning and looks and goes, well, I guess I'll put my feet this direction and I'll go like, where where do I go? I guess we'll go towards that mountain. I don't know. Like, I'm just, I was told to go. And one day he wakes up, you know, we read in scripture. So it's like one day he's standing outside of his tent and the Lord says, and look around you, Abraham, everything that you can see, as far as you can see in every direction will be, will be the land I'll give your descendants. And Abraham didn't even know how he got there. I mean, but yet, like you're saying, Tim, God led him because he had faith in God. He, even though he, to him, he was wandering to God, he was ended up in the place God wanted him to, and God says, Now right here, now you're standing like you know, but nothing really, there was this transition between getting up out of his his family and his land and going to actually coming out of his tent and being told, here it is, Abraham. Hmm. And so um yeah, I've
0: been So like so like Tim said though, Abraham Abraham was so convinced of something though. He the father had said to him, you know, look at the stars. You know, you know, can you count them or Uh what what else? You know, your descendants are going to be greater than that. The the grains of the sand, the descendants are going to be greater than that. So he he had such an encounter with God that he was convinced of what God had said to him. But we know that it's like 25 years between getting that and before, you know, Isaac being born. I mean, a lot of people, you know, talk about the fact is that Abraham tried to short circuit it by, um, you know, having an Ishmael. But the reason I think that uh, Abraham tried to make it happen was because he so believed and so convinced that this is the word of God that he decided he was going to give God a hand Hmm. because everything else around about him. I mean, they're getting older and older and older, and it's just an impossibility. There's no there's no son. (laughs) There's no air. There's no. There's no way to make what God had said to come place because, you know, He's trying to make it happen Himself. But He's He's doing that because He's so convinced about what God has said, hmm. and that's why He is recorded as the Father of Faith in Hebrews eleven. You know, we read in other places where you know, contrary to hope, in hope He believed. So He's He's a posted
1: person for hope
2: he's in such a hopeless situation but yet he hoped anyway i think we're in a
1: place right now where the you know one of the catchphrases is look look what the lord has done look what the lord has done look what the lord has done but we get positioned in a place where we can't we can't do it and then we say look what the lord has done i mean we just had a a couple come up um they had no intention they were just passing through Bundaberg. They were just doing some evangelism and stuff, and they were coming through Bundaberg, and uh, we just had a divine connection. God just kind of like lined it up, <laughs> and uh, they ended up staying for the for for quite a few days. Um, and then they said they they were like, "Man, you guys feel like our people, like like mm. we feel that we like you know that we need to be around you guys." And um, long story short, they said, "God, if you want us in Bundaberg, you just you need to give us a sign." Their landlord rang rang them up and said, "I'm sorry to do this to you, but I'm just but I'm going to put the house on the market. I need to sell it." <laughs> <laughs> so they were, so they've gone back to where they've come from to pack up home. And as soon as they get back there, they go, "Man, this just doesn't feel like home anymore,"
2: you yeah. know.
1: And you know, God is just, um, I'm I'm convinced that for those that are open to the Spirit, that God is God is moving people to be part of a people, and the sum yeah. of the greater is going to be so much more than the sum of the parts yeah
0: and and that's the important thing is that we we've got to we've got to be careful that our focus is not just on what do we do but who are we supposed to do it with Mm -hmm. you know like like you you can have you can have the right things to do but be in the wrong place because you're not with the people that are supposed to add to or supposed to help facilitate and some things um, I've I've seen over the years, some things it just don't make any sense because you're not with the right people. You're not, yeah. you're not connected with them. And then when you're connected with the oh. right people, all of these things start oh. to make sense. Oh, I'm feeling
1: the Holy Spirit on yeah. this. Uh,
0: uh-huh. Yeah. It, just, you know, it, it, just,
1: it's... Uh, oh. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just going to say that for some people who are probably even listening or will listen to this, um, there's a sense of don't go back to the old. You know, that God is breathing on on a new direction mm-hmm. for you and a new people. Because mm-hmm. the words I've been meditating on is um, the principle of do not go to Bethel, do not go to Gilgal. You know, it, it's like when you're looking for something, you, the tendency is to go back to where you last met God or go back to the last group of people or whatever. But I sense that mm-hmm. God is saying, no, 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 I want, I'm actually taking you um to a new people so it's a time of um, new things yeah anyway I like well, that.
0: the interesting thing is that oh. you you talked about this before but David <laughs> David in as part of his journey right uh, gathers all of these misfits from their own tribes from they were rejected, dejected, um, people that were in debt, people that were just seen by everybody else to be worthless, um, people that just really nobody had much time for, and so yeah. David he he brings these and he builds an army. He builds mighty men out of these men, mm-hmm. but even so, these mighty men come into a time when the very things that are dear to them are taken away by the enemy at Ziklag, and all they can do is their only response was to was to go <laughs> after the leader. They wanted to kill David. Like, we all know what that's like, right? Mm. As leaders, you know, you know. But it's it's there. It, they don't know how to respond to the grief other than take it out on the person that was uh, effect, effectively the person that raised them out of nothing into something. Yeah. But the interesting thing about it was that when David um, uh, hears from God, when when strengthens himself in the Lord, and comes back, and he tells his men. Of what God has called them to do as a group, as you know, whereas, then none of that talk is there anymore. It's all gone, right? And, and courage, and faith, and and all of these things rise up in them, and they go and accomplish great things yeah. in restoring because they 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 they're with the right people. They still go through difficulties. They still go through yeah. tough times. Yeah. yeah. But they're in the best place to be able yeah. to hear what they need to hear.
1: Yeah, I I think there's really some deep transas- uh, transaction. I mean, you're right. Like, it doesn't matter what group of people you're with, you're still going to go through challenges. There's still there's still yes. there's uh-huh. still going to be moments to where the enemy wants to try and divide you. You know, but yeah. it's this is this is a, where we need humility. This is where we need um, to love one another. This is where we need to bear with mm-hmm. one another. But there's something mm-hmm. in that um, relationship between David and the mighty men, because uh, you know when when he was saying, "Oh, I wish I could drink from the well
2: mm-hmm. just
1: one more time. Yeah. I just want to drink from the well," yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. these like he didn't even ask them. Like he could have said to mm-hmm. some guys, "Can you go get me water from the well?" Like he could have actually asked mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. and they would have done it, but. But he didn't do that. He just said, oh, I wish. So whatever David was depositing in them, there was an honour coming. Like as he honoured them, there was an honour coming back. And they just went off mm. and they got this water. And to me that mm. shows the depth, the depth of relationship, the depth of honour, the depth of togetherness, um, you know, and that is that is what's going to manifest the greater things in the kingdom of God, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think
0: you know. I think that in some respects, in some realms, over the year, we we bandied about or thrown about this a unity word or the the concept of of unity, and it's a very valuable, incredible, incredibly valuable concept. But I think that I think that people's view has really been more about uniformity than unity. Because yeah. unity is a hard thing, yeah. you know. If you, you know, and. The synergy comes out of that synergistic thing that comes out of of unity of people's hearts being together, and I think it's about being in the right place at the right time, amongst the right people, um, and that's exactly what we're talking about. Is is that the focus no longer is in in so much about what you do, but it's who you're with, and then because who if you if, if you're with the right people. Then what you do will will be will be like a walk in the park almost. i mean, not with it, not without challenges, but it'll be there'll be a grace to do it. There'll be a freedom to do it. There'll be a synergy.
1: Yeah, I think that part of the like we were talking about off air before we came on briefly that um, mm-hmm. you know this you know the phrase or the term apostolic centers or apostolic hubs that's been bandied around mm-hmm. talked about for a number of years. Mm-hmm. I think God is really mm-hmm. opening that up for us to really um, like discover the depth of that and what that looks like and what it actually means. But, you know, we're talking Mm -hmm. about off air about how if someone's prophetic, you know, uh, like um, a bit out of the box, um, that Mm -hmm. so many pastors um, who love Jesus, who love people, like all this stuff, but they have, they struggle to um, comprehend it. Like they can't understand Mm -hmm. it. And so there's always this, this um misunderstandings or you know like there's all this stuff that happens in that space and so then prophetic people mm-hmm. just go oh well what's the point of you know that mm-hmm. um um but in but but in a apostolic um a hub kind of thing it's like not only can the like the prophetic people uh flourish and grow and become all they're meant to be together but the pastors are going to be too because mm-hmm. you know one of the things the apostolic does is that is to show you know how each um, you know part can actually function and actually work together to create that synergy, just like a symphony orchestra does. As I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, that is a beautiful yeah. kingdom uh, vision. A symphony orchestra of the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. We are playing the same song, but yet we play different parts and use di- different instruments. As you said, it's mm-hmm. it's not uniformity; it is unity. Yeah. It's like we're playing yeah. the same song but it just sounds beautiful. And that's what we are yeah. stepping into in the body of Christ for those that have ears to hear, I believe.
0: Yeah. So do you think that um, uh, because of the great love that God has for us, his people, that um, he is applying or allowing to be applied to us a pressure uh, that is in effect sort of squeezing, it's like a squeezing pressure to to bring out um of us, things that he doesn't want to have stayed within us any longer, you know. I mean, good things, good things that are past the use-by date. I mean, you can have something that, in the natural, is which is good and be wonderful, but it's past this use-by date. It can it can stink a bit. It could be yeah. off. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I, I'm wondering it's because of that great love that he's saying, "Listen, this is probably the only way that it's going to come out." But I'm I, I'm going to I'm going to allow some squeezing to happen in you so that so that those things can come out so that you can you can get rid. and you know I think that probably, we probably we could all say those things are happening to us, couldn't we? Squeezing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, and 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 sometimes sometimes it doesn't it doesn't look like that's what's happening until later you look back and thinking, oh that's what was taking place then
1: yeah i think like one of the things i've been talking about is because um um you know people talk about revival um you know but if you look at the history so so much of what was you know like revivals that yeah changed cities and changed nations was kind of gone you know it was kind of here Mm -hmm. then 18 months later it was gone and i've been reflecting on the principle in uh psalm 24 who may send the hill of the lord um he uh, he who has clean hands and a pure heart. And I think, you know, mm-hmm. God is, um, is bringing a people together who can, you know, where through, um, through which he can be a holy um, habitation of his presence and his glory. Um, mm-hmm. But to do that, we've got to have clean hands and a pure heart because otherwise mm-hmm. we put our hands on things that we were never meant to put our hands on. You know, if mm-hmm. there's issues in our hearts that are not right, it's like, well, now's the time to deal with it because he's bringing together living stones being built together to become a holy temple um for his presence and for his glory and um yeah so there's there is squeezing happening and it's like but god is so good he's so loving so kind that's why he's squeezing us Mm. yep yep
0: yeah well it's you know we we once again come back to under, talking about being convinced about, you know, who God is, convinced of some of these sorts of things because, um, you know, there, there is no shortage at the moment of fear. Hmm. There is no shortages of concepts and things that are being established around about us that can uh, easily generate um a fear and and some of it doesn't make much sense at all so what we are confronted with is do we do we trust you know do we trust what god has said do we trust you know do we can we make a a separation between the facts of these clear facts and what's the truth and what what does heaven what does jesus have to say about what's going on you know what's what's taking place and uh, when, we, when we understand that and when we can see that and we can, we, we can have, and that's why it's really important to be a, be amongst, you know, in apostolic places, I think, is because typically apostles and prophets who are foundational ministries uh, can, can tend much more to have a big picture view. You know, not just the the narrowed focus on on here, and it's it's important at times to have that, but it's also to say, hey, wait a minute, this is this is what's going on in our nation, or this is what this is what God is in, in bringing out of this. This is why how He wants to position us so that we're best able to be able to step fully into what 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 He's saying, and what we're saying is that is that what we've been reflecting on in the last week or so is that the transition that's going on is not about taking you from assignment of doing something but really more an assignment of who you're with, who you continue this journey with, who you continue to move with. That's why you're telling stories, and I think you're going to have a lot more of them, Tim, of people who are going to find themselves in in Bunnivergen and find themselves in a place because they find a people. And people who have more like, for well to give me a reason why I need to be there. Give me a job to do why I should come to 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 Brandenburg is less and less it's gonna be the focus of people and say, We don't know what it is, we don't know what we're gonna do, we don't know what's gonna happen, but we need to be in this location. Mm. Yeah. And that's what you're doing as well, Daniel, right?
2: hmm Yeah. What a- what I think, you know, as I'm listening, come with some of the things I'm hearing. One is I'd like to define, I don't, I don't think that God's necessarily by definition um, building a community. I think he's building a family. Um, yeah. And, and the reason I say that is because, you know, the difference, is, so a family is blood. A family is also surnames, you know, so we have this name we carry on. Um, and, and so, if we do something, it can mar the name of the family. It's like actually in some countries, you know, it's like if a son does certain things or a daughter does certain things, the whole family will be considered like, oh, you know, your name has been ruined because of what they've done. And, and, you know, the thing about a community, it can be lots of individuals that have common goals, but still have their own, their own ways. Whereas a family, um, I, I believe that this is just i just want to put this out there so i believe that the father is done with revivals that come and go and oh. so he, he's he's building a foundation of family because in family it's generational a community can be many things but a family is generational and so oh. as i as i've studied you know revival what you find <laughs> what you find thanks to oh. what you what you find is that This is what I see. So you have like, let's say the Jesus movement. You have a bunch of people that it's the presence of Jesus that is the goal, which is awesome. That's where we should. It was more than signs and wonders, more than prosperity, more than all those. It was Jesus and just meet him and let everything else come. That is right where we need to be. But what they didn't do is they focused or what they did is they focused so much on what they were doing that they didn't focus on their children. So they didn't focus on the generation of saying, children, come, we want to show you how to experience and how to know Jesus. They were so busy in that generation of trying to, you know, do all the things that they didn't participate in family. They had a community. Jesus, you know, Jesus had a community, but it was not a generational community. It was not a family. It didn't go beyond that generation. And so I think the Lord is ready for a revival. He's 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 priming the body for a revival where it will be generational Amen. you know it will yeah. be family
1: that's what it is and, yeah that's and why so, i loved when we when we went to alice springs with the team into the heart of the nation where it was four generations together hmm. the team the team the team was comprised of four generations um and that's awesome yeah
2: i mean mm-hmm. well and there's just yeah. a bridge bridging of of um generations that need to happen mm-hmm. yep yeah. So,
0: so, so I, I you know, I, I think that we could keep talking on this topic or, you know, for a long period of time, but I don't think we need yeah. to add or, or take away anything more um, than what we, we've been talking about. You know, the, the, it's always, um, a, and I, I think it's always been about relationship, hmm. but the father is highlighting more and more what does that look like? What does that look yeah. like in practicality? Mm-hmm. Yep. What, what what are the people that you're meant to be doing life with? And yep. what does that look like? Greater than just community, but family is a, is a mm-hmm. really important thing. Yep. And so I, I think today that our, our purpose is in discussing with one another, processing it, getting it out there, but stirring it up. If somebody's been listening today in some of these things that we just want to release an impartation that just brings about revelation. That brings yeah. about thought processes, brings about a mindfulness um, about you know what what is God up to, and we I feel like I just want to release courage to people today that where fear may have got some stronghold in, or fear is is causing you to focus upon um, you know what you're doing or what you've been doing. All of those things are important, but really a courage rising, a supernatural courage rising together with revelation and understanding. Because, you know, it's one thing to have revelation, but it's to understand what, how that revelation is to outwork. What's the wisdom in applying uh, and, you know, putting into place, outworking the revelation. And so I feel like we're just releasing that today. So that if you're listening to it, you can catch some of this. You can take hold of it. You can experience it and you can see um you know, uh, not only just see it, but experience it. So, yeah. Um, I, I don't think there's any more thing to add, right?
1: Good
0: no, has been
2: good. Yeah, has been some good, good
1: dialogue. Good chat. Yeah.
2: Can, yeah. can I just release something really quick? Just something short? Yes. Go for okay. it. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So, I actually feel like I just want to release endurance for the season. And so as so yeah. many people are going out into the desert, you know, they're looking for the promised land. They're looking, they're, they're journeying for the family. Um, mm-hmm. I just want to release endurance for that and, and that you won't settle for, you won't, uh, endurance to not settle for what we can perceive as easy to go back to the, to the old way where we feel mm-hmm. in control, and it's like you know, I can mm-hmm. have the little house, the little job, all this stuff. I I can control it. I'll decide where to live. Mm-hmm. I'll decide what to do. Blah blah, all that. Mm-hmm. I just release endurance to stay in the journey, um, to mm-hmm. see it through. You know, faith, trust, and all mm-hmm. that. And so, anyway, I just want to just uh, just have endurance. Yeah. Amen.
0: Yeah. Amen. 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 Receive it. Something the Holy Spirit loves to bring. To receive them. Amen. Okay, guys, thank, thank you. you very much for joining. Um, so, uh, we'll see you next week. Good day. Bless you, guys. Okay, bye.